Now listening to the Knee Deep Podcast presented by Dark Horse Tackle. Jason, how are you? My guy. What is going on, buddy? Happy Monday, Happy brother. Monday. There we go. To all of our fellow listeners, uh, we hope you guys have a great work week and uh, school week ahead of you. Uh, thank you for joining us on this Monday morning. Now, obviously, we record on Sundays because, well... If we recorded right before we posted this, that's a lot of work. But today, um, we did a little bit of fishing. But I'm telling you, these the fish would not have been caught as uh, well. I shouldn't say they were caught well, but it's it's not like we had a day. I but had myself a day, and we no, we really didn't. We probably caught like 15 fish combined. It was kind of, caught, a, kind of a kind of like 12 pounds. It's kind of a fart day. I ain't mad. I caught like six fish. All of them weighed about two pounds. I'm not mad about it. I mean, yeah, it was you, literally like 45 degrees outside today, so yeah, I kind of didn't expect a slugfest anywho. I did. I did. Oh. I always do. Um, but yeah, keep lying to our fans and loyal listeners about the size of the fish you catch. That's that's really that's really great for our image, man. That's it's not a lie at all. Every one of those fish was about two You pounds. didn't have a scale. I had a scale the whole time. You should have said, Josh... This is a two-pounder. Here's the thing, Josh. Your set, your scale. It, it's not certified, so I don't I've, really care. I don't really give a rat's a rat's behind, Josh. If you would about your little uh, your little made in China scale that you carry around with you. No one. Um, one is uh, made in China, and the other one I think's made in Taiwan. Yeah. Can we get some more American-made scale makers? Can we get hit? some small businesses out here making? Yeah, some, some scales? small. Yeah, just some small-scale businesses out here. Um, some small businesses in in America. Uh, small-scale, you know, fish-scale. The best businesses. scales you've never heard of. Best scales you've never heard of. But right. back to my original thought, the day would have been a lot longer had I not had some bada-bean, bada-booms, baby. Oh, buddy. We had Talk some snacks today. Talk about the snack today. of the week. Yeah, we had some snacks today. Um, and Jason, Jason brought them. There's a, a loyal listener of the podcast, one of the one of the owners of Dark Horse Tackle, Jason, brought these snacks to us. Um, and what what kind of beans are they, Jason? I, dude, I can't even pronounce the bean. But here's the yeah. thing: a, a a loyal listener of the Knee Deep Podcast, presented by Dark Horse Tackle, a, a very valuable member of the Pro Staff family. Uh, for Dark Horse Tackle, actually shipped us an entire box full of these snacks. He's like, "Hey, man, uh, you're looking for the best snacks you've never heard of. I I know what they are." And he oh, was that Metal Jones. It was Metal Jones. Metal Jones shipped us some bada beans. Shout out, uh, Metal Jones. Nice. Your uh, your weekly shout out on the Knee Deep yeah. podcast. Yeah, this guy he just he doesn't miss. You know, if this you guys dude just shows out, up. We should uh, we should get a PO box um, and just have people send us snacks. Yeah, I think so too. Um, but dude, for real, Metal Jones—he always shows up. He's a hero. Uh, there's gotta, there's, there's gotta be something said for those that you know show up when uh, nobody else does. So this guy, he is a, he is a real one, uh, certified people's champ. Uh, we, we have quite a few of those on our pro staff family, but uh, Metal Jones just seems to be a, a subject of topic or a topic of subject, subject of topic. Yes, more I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah talked about the guy a lot. He's a real one. Um, anyways, these bada boom, bada bean, whatever they're called, they're pretty fabulous, man. Pretty good. Uh, he shipped us like 36 packs in this box. And oh, I, dude, I, yeah, and I've been taking them to work with me, <laughs> I've been eating them around the house. Even, dude, even the kids love them. Uh, but what's really cool about these things is, is you know, it's only like five ingredients in the package. So everything in it's like super healthy, super natural, uh, not paranormal, just no. super natural. <laughs> super natural, not paranormal. Those are my favorite kind of snacks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not paranormal snacks. We don't need don't need any more of that. Um, but these these snacks are real, man. They only have 100, you know, 100 calories per pack. So very healthy, um, very substantial in, in terms of like protein too. There's like seven grams of protein per like package. So you just throw in you a, fit, a fistful of those and buddy, you're out there to set the hooks and 
you know, yank one to the moon while you're at it. That's right. I, I have a terrible tendency of doing that without all the protein. So who knows? It might be able to, might be able to stick them stronger. What flavor did you have? So they have a, but what did you have? I want to review on one flavor. Don't do all of them. All right. My favorite flavor that came in that box was the sweet Sriracha. Got it. Uh, Because I love Sriracha anyway. Uh, It's like one of my favorite flavors of a hot sauce. I'm a big hot sauce guy over here. Big hot sauce. Um, Sriracha. Yeah. Big hot sauce guy. Sriracha is pretty fabulous. Um, But these aren't, they're not spicy. They're actually sweet. So like it has every flavor of Sriracha that you love, but just none of the heat, which is pretty cool. Um, He did tell me, I haven't looked it up yet, but these, these, Bada boom, bada bean things. They've got so many different flavors. I guess they got like a nacho cheese flavor. They got a buffalo wing flavor. Like, dude, I guess they have a what thousand about, uh, different flavors. Black raspberry chocolate chip flavor. <laughs> I know you're a big raspberry guy, Josh. Yeah, give me that. Um, you look like a raspberry. I, I had a I had sea salt flavor, and they were just I mean they were just salted beans, and they were good, and it was just you know it's it they taste like nuts. Um, you know, I'm glad I could finally put some nuts in my mouth from this snack competition. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> but no, they realistically, they just tasted like, you know, nuts that you get at a bar or something like that. Um, and if you but guys, healthy though, like not like, you know, if you go to a bar, you throw some, for you? Uh, some of them are really so, like super salty. They have added salt. It seems like sometimes there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. They these, like these bad boom, bad beans. Yeah, they only have like 35 milligrams per package, which is not a lot of salt. So it's pretty cool, man. Um, I definitely, if I'm going to rate these, I'm going to give it maybe um, maybe five soft pretzels. Nice. Yeah. I was thinking um, eight chocolate-covered strawberries, but hey. That's pretty fabulous, man. If you I, I definitely a lot of soft pretzels, you do that. I definitely have to put these things in the top three of my favorite fishing snacks. So they are shout good. out Metal Jones. Thank you for sending us snacks. Anybody else that wants to send us snacks, just DM. Yeah. Do you want uh, us to go hungry? DM the Knee Deep podcast on Instagram and ask us for our shipping address, and uh, we will give it to you so that we can review your snacks. I um, I, I think they should – if anybody's going to send snacks, definitely send them to Jason. Um because somebody gets a little quanky when they're hungry. I do get cranky. Wanky. No, you get quanky with a W. I, I get pissed, buddy. That's that's yeah. what I get. Yeah. I get fired up. Sun sun ain't shining no more. No, sir. It's over. And it's it doesn't over. matter, dude. Unless the fish are really on one, um, <laughs> then you know me being hungry even the slightest bit while i'm fishing it, it has a tendency to kind of ruin the day for me and for everybody around me so I, if you want to send me snacks i'm all for it i definitely think that um the hunger fit you through was the uh train wreck of march that was uh that was definitely a train wreck and um i, I think my train wreck was uh dumping any fish over six pounds right at the bank like a champ yeah, it's just man. a quick release i saw him i saw him and i'm like that's good enough i didn't want i don't i didn't want to take a picture with it because i i just you know i didn't want to harm the fish um i didn't want to get them scaled and find out how much they did weigh and i definitely didn't want to promote the product that i caught the fish with which was definitely something from dark horse tackle i just realistically i wanted to do the humane thing just fight them a little bit you know oh this is fun this is great. This is nice. All right, buddy. We'll see you. Get just out. Just kind of razz them. You razzing me, boy. Yeah, just give them. You know, give them a little bit of a show, but not the. Um, it, we're not trying to make this monster jam 2022. Uh, we're just, you know, just a little, a little bit of a sideshow. You know, when you're at the rodeo and the clowns are running away from the the cows and stuff, like ah, <laughs> there he goes, and there she went. There goes the fish, because uh, you know sometimes sometimes the fish just get hooked funny and they just don't want to come in. And that's fine. Yeah. That happens. It's fun. So we are going to start doing a weekly, uh, a Florida man of the week, train wreck of the week news story on here. A lot of weekly things going on. Yeah, on Mondays. It's going to be really funny because uh, Monday, Monday tends to be a uh, train wreck and all of its, you know, all, all of its glory. When you think train wreck, you're like, oh, it's definitely a Monday. 
Um, so I think having train wreck Mondays is pretty fitting. It's pretty funny, something everybody can relate to. Um, we're going to start putting that together. We just haven't yet. Truth be told, uh, as a small business owner right now, I'm incredibly stressed out because <laughs> it is our first tax season uh, that we've had to go through, and it is not fun. Um, it just kind of seems like it's part of the system that kind of just wants to keep everybody broke and stupid. Like, uh, unfortunately public schooling doesn't teach you this kind of thing. So, uh, you're kind of out here just trying to wing it. Yes. And I, I'm not sure how much, <laughs> how good I am so far at winging it. But, uh, so that's, that's kind of what we're doing behind the scenes. It's got a lot of our time invested into it. And it's just kind of a show if you, if you know what I mean. Um, that's kind I'm, of the train wreck of the month, I think. Oh, taxes is definitely going to be April's train wreck of the month. But I do, I do have a Florida man. Oh, you have a Florida man. Yes. Oh, what's yes. his name? Um, this would be this Timmy? would be April fourth of two thousand twenty-one. Oh. Uh, so that would be Monday, this Monday, the day that you're listening to this. So one year ago today. A Florida man stole an ambulance and did not make a clean getaway. But the thing I need you people to know is his mugshot is on this. It's it's on this news page, right? He has an entire lightning bolt going across from his forehead down to his cheek, across his face diagonally. An entire lightning bolt. Is it a tattoo? It is a tattoo. Oh, my. Harry yeah. Potter, right? Doesn't he Harry got Potter... It it's not like Harry Potter. Um, okay. It's like an entire, like down the side of his face. Um, but crap. he got it. He got it stuck in the mud. Um, apparently, you know, I I've heard in Florida it's a traditional type thing to steal ambulances and then try to take them off roading, um, with or without people in the back. You never know. You never know. Just it's you know, when you're stealing an ambulance there's a 50-50 chance you're go there's going to be somebody back there. So, you know, if you're going to do it, I if you just have to find out, it's one of those things. It's a like you said earlier, you know, I'd rather ask for forgiveness later than ask for permission. Absolutely. You know, I I would not, you know, I'm not going to ask permission to drive that ambulance into a swamp and neither should you. Just like I'm not going to ask permission to fish your pond, but that if you, you come out and start yelling at me, you come out and start yelling at me i'm pretty pleased will you please forgive me this is the only time i've ever done this in my entire life i <laughs> i would not i would not stoop that low oh i will i, I you you have no idea you have no idea how low i'll stoop oh speaking I, of which josh we like had a what a little occurrence today we did. Uh -oh. we did a lady uh lady did not believe that i lived in the neighborhood that we were fishing at because i don't <laughs> Um, plain and simple, but Jason was getting hollered at, um, by a, a word that I don't necessarily like slinging around, but she was a Karen, a little bit of a Karen, if you will. Um, maybe her name I, was Lauren. Sure. Lauren. But Lauren, Lauren was being yeah. a Karen. No, no um, she was being a Lauren. Nice. Yeah. She, that's... uh, was hollering at Jason. So I, made my way back over there and he had told her that I lived there. So nice, nice job, buddy. Had to find a street name right off the bat. So, so here's what happened. So she came down hollering and screaming at us. Hey, didn't listen. Hey, didn't listen. Hey, didn't listen. Three times, very loud from across the pond. I eventually I looked up. I was like, what? <laughs> she goes, you can't fish here. I was like, well, he lives here. So I, I, I think I am allowed to fish here. And Josh heard me, but she didn't see Josh at the time. So it was a perfect time to say, Josh lives here. Because I know if I screamed it loud enough, he'd have time to look up a, a little road on Google Earth. To Which figure is what out I exactly. did. Oh, yeah, it's exactly what he did. That's just, you know, dudes helping dudes. You Guys, say, hey, man. he lives here. Then you're like, okay, well, you know, I'll just look up a little little road here on Google Earth. And then I can tell her I live on that road. But the problem is, this Lauren girl, for whatever reason, she was very content. She was very, uh, she was very adamant on us telling her exactly the street and the address, the actual address in which Josh's parents and Josh live. And I was like, you know what, ma'am, that's none of your business. I'm yeah, not... I, I, she said, what, 
she said, what number? And I said, number to what? She goes, what's, what's your house number? I said, I told you I live on this street. And she goes, yes, what house number? I said, I don't think that's any of your business. And she said, so you don't know where you live? And I said, I do know where I live. I just don't feel like disclosing that information to you. And then I politely asked her, would you like us to leave? Because the place that we were at, the zip code that we're at, the city we were in, encourages and allows fishing on 95% of city land. So if you're going to tell me I can't fish there, it's a little ridiculous. And there's, it's honestly, there's not much you can do about it. And, and I really want to stress this. If you somehow stumbled upon this podcast and you're listening to episode 18 out of all of these, and you're one of those people that gets upset when you're seeing people have a good time, whether that be fishing, skateboarding, riding a bicycle, a scooter, laughing with their friends, chewing just bubble gum, chewing, yeah, blowing bubbles, doing whatever. If, if you feel the urge to tell them that they shouldn't be having fun and they shouldn't be doing that, I, I beg of you to not do that because that's rude. And just because you're not having a good time and your life isn't where you thought it would be at this point in your life, it does not give you permission to project those insecurities upon people minding their own business legally and having Ooh. a very long time legally. What a heater. So, you know, just shut the front door or the back door and go back inside and sit on your couch and be miserable. Cause I, I just don't want any part of it. You know, bad vibes. We were yeah. trying to catch a vibe today because we, you know, we learned some decent lessons from the boys over at log jam, Dave and Rob, and you know, they're all about catching a vibe and I'm trying to catch this alleged vibe. Jason, how about you? Are you trying to catch the vibe? Oh buddy, I think I'm on the vibe, but she her coming out screaming at us like that kind of very kinda rude. Took me, oh yeah, kind of took me off of my vibe. And not only that, man, but like when we told her that, you know, when I told her that we live there or you live there, whatever it was that I told her, I think I told her your parents live there. When I told her that, she goes, Well, we pay for this. And I'm like, Yeah, no, that's Josh's parents pay for this. Yeah. Pay $69,000 a month for this pond, dude. And I'm only catching 12 inches. So what the heck, Karen, Lauren, yeah. whatever your name is. Her name's Lauren. What, but what's but what's just like ridiculous about that is like literally everybody in the entire city pays a city tax. So literally everybody in the city pays for that pond, not just her. I'm sure HOA is not like, mm -hmm, I'm going to deduct you $15 a month for that, for that pond. pond out there. It's a pond fee, buddy. I, if you start fee. seeing it on your bill, then you you understand. Uh, so we're supposed to we're supposed to do a uh, a little what did we want to call it, Josh? I I was thinking cringe Olympics, and that's definitely on there. Yeah, it's absolutely on there. You know we, what else you got on there? Oh man, I mean, I just think through and and this is not just going to be the fishing industry, okay? I think through every aspect of media especially now within the past like 10 years and definitely within the past few years, like there's been so many types of people. I call them pick me people. Um, everybody knows somebody or has seen somebody on various amounts of social media. Pick me, pick me, pick me, you know, bragging about the weirdest aspects of their life for better or worse. Um, I remember Back in back in the olden days, uh, when I was like in high school, people would, you know, brag about, you know, certain mental illnesses or, you know, failure. And, and I'm not considering mental illness a failure. I'm transitioning. They would brag about their mental illnesses in the worst way. Then they would brag about their failures in life in the worst way. Um, like uh, when I was in when I was in high school, I, I ran around with a with a bad group of guys and um, we ended up. We ended up in some trouble with the police and this dude like lied about everything. Like he lied about the entire story, like, but in like a bad way, like he was like, oh yeah, I got arrested. Like I could end up going to jail for like three months. And it's like, nobody thinks that's cool. We're not, that's, that is, that is one of my uh, cringe Olympic nominees, but the, the pick me stuff, you know, if, if you think that your really niche situation 
that is potentially negatively affecting your life is something that you should be bragging about and not asking for help about, you're on the cringe Olympics swim team. Okay. All right. So I think my number one cringe, cringe Olympics uh, nomination yeah. was the one time, the one time that I got arrested. Yeah, that but that was wasn't like, even like that was like the stupidest situation. Was- Go ahead and talk, bro. That's <laughs> so stupid. We never talked about that. On no, we didn't. This is this is cringeworthy. This is the like Light most up, annoying man. shit of all time. Uh, so, so here's me. Here, here I am. I uh, grew up in a really bad environment. Grew up in a you know. We talked about it before, but I, I always want you guys to understand that. Like when I talk about it, it's not because I'm like, oh, poor me, poor me. Like no, literally, I'm just trying to relate with people who might be listening to our podcast. If you're growing up in a really bad environment, or if you did grow up in a really bad environment, just know that you can get through that. You can break through that. And you can become literally anybody you want to be. Anywho, I grew up in a bad environment, expelled, suspended multiple times, uh, never never really made a good <laughs> imprint in school, period. Uh, outside of that, though, man, like, I never got arrested. Never been in trouble. Never been. Nothing's ever happened to me. Like, you know, I got speeding tickets, things like that, obvious, normal things. But uh, so I last summer, two summers ago, I took my kids to a pond uh, and I met the number one Karen of all time. And her name was Karen. Uh, Her name was not Lauren. She was Karen. Um, Took my kids to this pond, neighborhood pond, and wanted to show them how to skip rocks. Uh, We're playing on the playground. And we weren't fishing, didn't have fishing rods, nothing. Uh, We were just playing on the playground and skipping rocks in the pond. Uh, The wife was there. My two kids were there. I was there. Um, We were on the other side of this pond. The houses were on the other side across the street. So um, somebody came out of the house, started screaming, hey, you can't skip rocks here, and just started cussing at my wife who ended up being, you know, closer to their house than I was because I was on the other side of the pond with my kids. And all I heard was them cuss her out. And I I didn't like it. Um, These people were probably in their seventies, maybe late sixties. And they were very, very wealthy because the housing in this area was a very expensive housing development to live in. Anywho, I heard them cussing at my wife and I didn't like it. And then all I heard was them screaming that you cannot skip rocks here. And I'm like, huh, okay, well, you know what? A little I'm weird. Just, just going to keep skipping rocks. Um, just showing my kids how to do it. And then when I, when I heard them cuss her out, it just made me even more mad. Uh, you, don't, you don't talk to my wife like that. You don't cuss her out. I will stand up for her no matter what. Um, so I skipped a little bit harder. <laughs> when I say a little bit harder, it skipped across the entire pond and landed at these people's feet. I wasn't throwing it at them. I literally skipped it, and it just skipped across the entire pond. Um, we left because they were screaming and cussing and yelling. And, and, you know, honestly, it had been 15 minutes that this had gone on. And I was like, you know what, man, I'm done. My kids and I were supposed to have a great day at the park. This is ruining everything. So we're going to leave. So we left. And, uh, so when we left, I called the police, uh, because they said they were going to call the police and I figured I might as well do it first. So I called the police and I told them exactly what happened. Uh, I told them where we were, what was going on, because they said they wanted to come talk to us. And so then they uh, showed up, and they're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you're going to have to uh, get in the back of my cruiser here. And I'm like, what? For what? And they're like, we got to take you down to the station. I'm like, why? For I What? I don't, I don't understand. And they were like, yeah, these old people said that you were skipping rocks at them. And I was not skipping rocks at them. A weird thing to do. Anywho, that was, uh, that was the number one shit show of my entire life, uh, guys. That, that was my cringeworthy moment. My number one cringeworthy, because at the end of the day, I don't care what these people on social media do. We can talk about it and brag about it and say, oh, that's stupid. It is stupid. Most of the things that people do on social media is to grab attention. Most of the things that people do on social media is literally just to try and stand out from everybody else because that's the only way they know how is to do something that doesn't make sense to 98% of people out there. 
what happens is unfortunately we all think that this doesn't make sense so we send it to our friends and we're like hey uh well you know this doesn't make sense why is this dad doing this and all it does is helps the algorithm and so when you help the algorithm by sending posts to somebody it promotes their post even more and it gets more followers and more reach and more and it just blows into a whole entire thing that none of us meant to have happen uh but anyways I'm done with people on social media, buddy. I'm done talking about it. We've talked about it enough. It drives oh, yeah. me nuts. Drives right. us nuts. We talk about it enough, though. And I, I think all of our listeners at this point understand exactly why it drives us nuts. And I think that most of them probably relate with that and understand that it drives them nuts, too. I, um, I, I think the worst thing that people do and I already touched on this, is um, not mind their own business with negative intentions. Like, they assume something's going on, but it's not what they think it is, but they decide to jump in anyway and assume what is happening in a situation. Um, there's been multiple times. I mean, we're, we've all we've all been kicked out of a pond, but there's been multiple times throughout my life from... 14 years old, all the way up to 30, where a grown-up human being has tried to start a physical altercation with me just to go fishing. And that is so ridiculous. You want to bring physical harm to somebody because they're enjoying their time. I get it. I get it. They're on private property, but you don't own that property. You don't, you know, it's not like I'm fishing in some dude's farm pond in his backyard. It's it's a, it's a neighborhood where there was adequate parking on the street. And I just happened to walk back there and throw a few casts. And now I've got some 55 year old man screaming in my face and Dorito chips are flying out of his mouth. He's, you know, trying to enjoy his football Sunday and I'm just trying to go fishing. Jeez. I think if we both minded our own business in that instance and that guy yeah. minded his own business watching football and we minded our own business fishing, I think uh, we'd probably get along a lot better with everybody else in the world. I think that's a pretty big reason, consensus. For whatever reason, fishermen get a very bad rap. And as soon as anybody sees any of the fishermen out there, they're like, ah, we got to shut them down right now. And I, I don't I don't get it. I think what, what we, it need is. Just, we need to have a town hall a town hall meeting i think we got to go show up to we need to go to the hoa meetings yeah show up to some ways wearing some you know all camo like those uh duck uh commander guys did camo suit yeah that's right like a tuxedo black black sunglasses and a camo suit buddy that will not fail whatsoever Uh, with an american flag bandana tied up in your long hair let's go i can do that Um, i know you yeah, I, you know, I just, there's, there's been so many instances where you get treated like a criminal solely because there's a sign that says you can't do it. And it's like, you know, there's, there's no signs that say, uh, don't murder people everywhere, but guess what? People do that. There's um, also no signs that say no littering everywhere. Yeah. And people do that a lot more there's than no, people but, fish. But there's, that's the funny thing, Jason. That's the funny thing. So a lot of people go, you know, oh, well, you know, most people that fish here litter, they do that. Then why don't you change the sign? Why don't you make the sign say no littering? No, no, first and foremost, no littering. Secondly, don't fish here. Don't swim here. Don't put a boat in here. Don't feed the animals. How about that? Why would you want geese in your backyard? They're disgusting. Why would you want geese in the pond that you allegedly love so much that when anybody comes within 15 feet of it, you have to act like an asshole? Um, Why are the geese okay to be over there? That's crazy. Well, the geese are animals. So are humans. Why are the herons allowed to peck bass to death on the bank and you just be all right with it? Yeah. Why why don't you have signs that say no herons allowed? You know what happened? Now we're going to get deep. We're taking Uh a turn. Uh You know what happened? Because a lot of people like to assume, well, those animals are just in nature. You know, that's just nature. That's Mm -hmm. nature. Well, you know what? 200 years ago, Mm -hmm. we would be doing this to feed our families. 200 years ago, 
nobody would care that we were doing this mm -hmm. because fishing was an actual job being a fisherman you know not bass not commercial fishing going out and catching food for your community used to be a thing i'm not saying that that's what i'm doing i'm just catching fish to have a good time but if it were back in those times i would have no problem being josh the fisherman because josh the fisherman would be a pretty cool dude helping everybody eat but but i but i suppose to 200 years ago there weren't signs around these these properties there wasn't private property no there was like there was like I mean, you take it back. Let's take it back 300 years ago. Let's take it back to 1722. 315 years ago. There we go. That'll work. Perfect. Take, take it back to three oh or 1707. Take us there back, was, Josh. There was plots of land that were owned, kind of. Like, you know, you don't really know. Like, back in those days, people would just be like, this is a pretty cool place to build a house. And then they'd be like, yep. this." And people would be like, well, shoot, somebody built a house there. I shouldn't be here. Yeah. I guess I'll walk 300 more miles to the next city because it's 1707. But no, what but I'm trying to say. I also think that back then, people probably had a a lot more respect for each other. I don't know. I don't do know. Now. People just shot each other in the middle of the town at midnight or at new, at high noon. Hey, partner, you, you think I was cheating at cards? Well, meet me in town square at 12 p.m. sharp. Yeah. <laughs> you know that happened. Those oh, people... Yeah. You know, the sheriff would watch, too. He'd be like, all right, whose body am I going to have to clean up out of the streets? But what I'm trying to say is I think that we have regressed so much as humans that we've lost all touch with nature. People have an assumption of what they think nature is and that they just go out into nature. They, <clears throat> You are constantly around nature. You are embodied by nature. What, what we have done with, you know, building mega cities and mega neighbor i mean dude look at look at where we were fishing today that was all like one neighborhood but it took us like 15 minutes to get from one pond to the next like that's all one neighborhood like that that takes people out of nature because they live in that little you know sure it's a community and that's great but like do you think those people are in a community to protect each other or are they in a community just to reap the benefits of being part of a community hoping that somebody will someday protect them that's a really deep thought, man. Uh, I'm on well, one. If I had to guess, they are not in that in that community to protect each other because most likely they really don't care about each other. I lived there, and she said I didn't. You're gonna tell I I you know what I should have done before she walked away. I should have been like, ma'am, we're in this community together, and if I saw somebody that I didn't think lived here fishing. Not only would I mind my own business, but I would assume that they are not a threat. Just like you shouldn't assume that we are a threat. We are all the way over here. You're all the way over there. We don't we don't want nothing from you. I just I just want to throw this motion seeker up and down the bank and catch some hogs. That's right. That see? is right. See, that could have worked. But no, I I I I could really I kind of want to go in more on this. Like it's it's weird because I'm thinking about it. As I'm talking, I'm thinking about it, how far from the actual, like, aspect of nature we've gotten, like, their human instincts just, like, aren't really much of a thing anymore because we've been conditioned to live a certain way. We've been told how we were going to live our entire lives. And, you know, some people still chase that dream and they'll never achieve it. Like, you know, me being 30 years old and not owning a house yet, when my parents owned a house at 24 years old, you know, that's that's something that gets you back into reality and you're like, huh, maybe things aren't the way that we think they are. Yeah. You talk about human instincts. Well, we kind of over the past like five to 10 years kind of forgot how to talk to each other and how yeah. to listen to each other and communicate with each other. So yeah, human instincts have definitely like uh, basically evaporized into almost nothing at this point. If we're not texting each other, we have no idea how to carry a conversation. Well, Look at, look at conversation now. There aren't very many, like I go to bars every now and then and like, I'll talk to people and sometimes it's great. You know, sometimes it's a normal conversation, but a lot of times like the person's looking at you like you're crazy for talking to them in a public space. If you didn't want to be talked to, what you should do, and here's what I do. When I don't want to be talked to, I go to my parents' basement and I crack a cold one. And then I play some video games because I don't feel like talking to nobody. But <laughs> 
you know, if you go to a bar, you should assume that it's a social space. Now people have their friend groups, of course. And then they, they create that, um, they create that metaphorical bubble of security because their friends are there. But if somebody talks to you and their friends, they're on high alert, like, whoa, do you know this guy? Do you know this guy? Who is this guy? Is he just a nice guy or is he a threat? And that's because like you just said, we've removed ourselves socially so bad. Like look at a, look at a store, look at a market or a, you know, a Walmart, a Kroger, a Lowe's anywhere. The only time somebody is talking to workers is because they need something. It's not, they're not just like, Hey, how are you? Like, Hey, crazy Sunday, right? Whoa, dude, it's 55 degrees outside, <laughs> whatever, whether it may be about the weather or how bad the traffic is. Nobody really talks anymore. They just, they demand they have, yeah. they, you know, we, you know, we, Oh, Hey, where are the grapes? Oh yeah. I'm doing great too, man. Thanks. They, yeah, I mean, they don't even do that. Where's the grapes? Or actually, honestly, dude, it's gotten. They just say point, grapes. Yeah, where they're like grapes, and it's like, yeah, can you can you Bananas. say more words than that? Like, <laughs> Come on, big the, boy. Not the only words you know how to use. I the amount of times that's going up on the cringe. Boink. That's the that's the cringe uh, the cringe gymnastics team. The people that would come into retail stores, and when I worked at Lowe's, guys would come up to me and be like screws, and I'd be like mailboxes. And they'd be like, no, where are the screws? And I'd be like, oh, yep, they're in aisle 16. You know, that wasn't, I, I did have one guy one day. He goes, he goes, that's funny. He goes, I'm sorry. He goes, yeah, I'm kind of in a hurry. And I'm like, well, you don't, you don't get anywhere being rude. No. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. And I'm like, it's all good. Like, I'm, you know, I literally deal with this 56 times a day, but mm -hmm. I'm glad you caught yourself and you showed a little bit of human aspect in you. So one of the things to me that's really cringeworthy is the fact that a lot of people still believe uh, the media uh, with a lot of things. They still trust the media. They still believe what the news has to tell them. They still believe all of these lies that like people and uh, sources try to literally just shove down your throat uh, with with honestly everything with, you know, the whole uh, <laughs> the whole political thing obviously i'm not getting into that this is not a political podcast but i will say how they how they try to put everybody against everybody and that's that's part of the reason why people don't know how to conversate anymore is because they just feel like everybody hates them because the media makes you feel like everybody hates you and that's not true that's that's a lie uh but people still believe that stuff man and that's well they, that's they got a lot yeah the they reason. the I feel like the 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 news might have like lost some relevancy at some point and they were like we need to find a way to become more relevant and then it was like here's a really nuanced subject a really deep subject but there's only two right answers and you're either right or you're wrong and that just I mean that's how everything happens now I mean look at it right now this is the stupidest thing to bring up and I can't believe I'm bringing it up but it's the stupidest one or two black and white type BS that you see from it's divisive as hell. The Chris Rock and Will Smith thing is the most, I'm so tired of it. It's so annoying. And like, they're still talking about it on the news. And it's like, guys, like we saw it. It obviously was very staged and very fake. Incredibly staged. But you're still like, people will sit there and make fun of the same people that are wrapped up in the Chris, the Chris Rock, Will Smith thing are the same people that make fun of people for watching WWE wrestling. And that's BS. Cause that's what we watched. It was WWE wrestling. Triple H was given Will Smith pointers in the background before he did that. Well, dude, here's the thing. If, uh, if, if Will Smith was really so mad about this guy cracking jokes about his wife, he wouldn't go up there and smack. He, dude, you don't smack somebody. I would knock your teeth out. I'm not going to well, smack you. I would have really, If I'm really that upset, it's not going to be just a little smack. Dude, and then they both smiled about it. Like, yeah. as Will Smith walked away, he smiled. And then Chris Rock smiled. And it's, well, here's the thing. The uh, the Oscars was uh, all hosted by uh, Pfizer. So if you can't draw that line there, then I really don't know what to tell you. But that's that's the entire reason it was staged. I don't Pfizer, think it was hosted, but I do think it's a it's a it's a. I think they're a major uh, sponsor. Oh yeah, they were sure. sponsored. Did I say hosted? I meant sponsored. Kind of like Dark Horse Tackle sponsors Knee Deep. 
Yeah. So, anyways, I'm gonna try to were, get a Pfizer sponsorship straight up. There's probably more money involved in that. They were they were sponsored by Pfizer, who is also in the middle of trying to find a uh, a cure for this disease that Will Smith's wife has, uh, which. Alopecia? Dude, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna keep getting into this, guys. If you can't figure this out and you can't draw the line to figure out uh, what we're talking about, well, yeah, but then, uh, eh. the 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 media is still. I shouldn't. I hate saying it like the media because for some reason people act like the news has just started doing this since 2016, and they act like they're there's a certain political fear figure that people just look up to like some sort of superhero. He still sucks just like the media and the rest of the politicians, but Hey, this isn't a political podcast, but the media has been doing this. It, it's, it's, it's all been, everything has been so dramatically like it's, it's dramatized. I should say it that way. Like there could be a car crash and there'll be like vendors are bent on I 71 today. There is a car that started stopping a little bit too late. And now the plastic on the front of their car is dented. So if you're driving that way, please keep your head on a swivel. We have to ask ourselves, are fenders fenders the reason for all automobile deaths? Either that or like obviously no, they're not. (laughs) Obviously no, no, they're not. the The root cause is actually a little bit deeper than that. Uh, Well, you see, the uh, there's a lot of people. The root cause to car accidents are probably a lot deeper than fenders. The the root cause is there are a lot of people driving who shouldn't be driving. I think people should have to take driving tests like once every five years dude i'm not joking especially once they hit like age 55 or 60 like they should be tested at least every two or three years and uh, well, yeah I think, I think people should be required to get a physical from your doctor to check your eyes and check your ears and check all that stuff before you're even allowed to drive like, should, there should be people that get physicals just to like work like dude there were some of like fishing is my physical. Yeah. Well, you know, getting a job in like retail, like, like working at Lowe's, like they'd hire these people and they're like, yep, I can't do that. And I'm like, what do you, you can't, or like you won't. And they're like, well, you know, 16 years ago, I was, I, I got into a push up competition with Jean-Claude Van Damme at a bar and I was at, 609 push-ups and my pectoral muscle ripped and now I can't lift anything over 25 pounds above my head. And it's like, why are you working here then? Out of curiosity, just why, uh, why aren't you working in a different department? Why aren't you, why aren't you like at the front being like a cashier or something? And they're like, well, I wouldn't make any money. And it's like, well, you don't deserve to be making that kind of money here. If you can't do the job, silly. You big goof. Yeah, you big goof. Hey, speaking of like Jean-Claude Van Damme and like ass whoopings and stuff, really guess who came guys. Guess who came back to a WrestleMania last night? This is night? now a WrestleMania podcast. WrestleMania podcast, buddy. Guess who came back and opened up an entire can of whoop ass? What was it a politician that's been on WWE multiple times? No, sir. <laughs> Dang it. He was no, my favorite. Sir. Donald Trump was my favorite wrestler. Steve Austin. He came back from 19 years off. Did he open a can? Oh, buddy. He stunned everybody. If he saw you, he stunned you. And he poured beer all over your face, spit it in your face, opened an entire can of whoop ass, caused an entire scene. It was, dude, it was pretty awesome. Honestly, I was hyped. I I kind of went back to my my younger years of uh, the Attitude Era and the WWE, and I just kind of felt like a kid all over again. It's pretty fabulous, man. It was awesome. um, Stone Cold is obviously an icon. You know, there was Stone Cold and there was Goldberg, and they were like, wait a minute. These two guys look way too similar. Goldberg, you have to fake your own death. And then he just disappeared. I don't know what happened to Bill Goldberg. He's still alive. I know he's still alive. Like, I saw him. I think he did something with, like, UFC, like, a few years ago. And I'm like, what is this guy doing? He's, like, 60. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, and my top three favorite wrestlers of all time, Stone Cold Steve Austin is definitely up there. Well, yeah, I mean, for you have to think about it this way: which wrestler had the coolest T-shirts? So here Stone Cold is. Steve Ready? Austin. Ready. I'm going to give it to you. My top three wrestlers of all time, and I was a huge wrestling fan, especially when I was younger. Uh, I got to witness all the glory days of the uh, the Attitude Era, and that was the best thing that I've ever watched on TV. Still to this day, aside from like maybe Bill Dancefish. I was a big NWO guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so definitely The Undertaker as the American badass when he drove the motorcycle and wore bandanas and sunglasses to the ring. That was the greatest wrestler of all time. Um, Undertaker is definitely up there, but I, Stone Cold Steve Austin's number one. Triple H is number three. So there you go. I think um, mine mine's going to have to be um, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Rey Mysterio. That guy. That guy was a trendsetter. Rey Mysterio Jr. was an absolute ballerina out there, and. I'm going to go with a weird one. Diamond Dallas Page. What? Yep, that was the first that was the first WWE wrestling match I ever saw was with Diamond Dallas Page and I was like this guy is bad ass, dude. Like this guy <laughs> this guy's doing all kinds of crazy stuff and then I realized they all they all did crazy stuff. But that's where I mean Rey Mysterio was around forever just doing all that cool that cool stuff in the ring, what I mean, backflips and doing stuff and things. I I I can't begin to describe what he did because you know, as a guy who did a little bit of traditional wrestling growing up, you know, where you're on the mat and you you have a guy behind you, you know that kind of wrestling. Oh yeah, the fake wrestling. I know what you're talking about. The fake wrestling, yes. Fake um, wrestling. You know. I, I just envied what Rey Mysterio could bring to real wrestling. And, you know, for that, I have to thank him. Um, never in my life did I think I'd ever see a guy in a real wrestling match doing backflips and landing on his tummy on the man's well, back. I am a self-proclaimed Hall of Fame trampoline wrestler. Ah. Yeah, so. with your With your kids? Oh no! With you your just, kid, nice. Do you just like take people on at the when you're at the trampoline park? Are you oh just yeah! Like, you, 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 come on, come um, here. You're you're next. You're next. Do you want some of this? <laughs> Do you want some of this? Absolutely, dude. I I'm ready to f five somebody, spear somebody. Do you think we'd get a... kicked out if we did like a fake wrestling match where we like rip all our clothes off and we have singlets on? I think we should totally do it, but I'm not going to rip my clothes off. Unless you're going to post it to OnlyFans, and then <laughs> well, no, you have to be wearing the wrestling the outfit, you know, oh, like, a speedo, something. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. They wear speedos little now. Yeah, they don't spandex, wear singlets. Little spandex pants. Only the really big guys wore singlet. Kurt Angle wore a singlet. A singlet is that what you're going to wear? Yeah, <laughs> that's like a onesie. That's what you. Yeah, that's what you have to wear. You should just but, wear your waders, Josh. That'll work. I uh, <laughs> I want everybody who listens to Knee Deep to give us, you know, a little bit of taste of your cringe Olympics, um, whether that be in the fishing industry or not in the fishing industry, because um, there's a lot of there's a lot of cringe, a lot of a lot of things that just make me go, uh, like a lot. Yeah, like a pond that's literally dug the exact same depth all the way around. And it doesn't have any structure and it's just like ugh. Wow. Yeah, they they um they definitely didn't design that pond to be fished. Um and I think I think that's one major misconception that us fishermen have is you know, we see bodies of water as habitat for fish, and the people who dug that pond were like, Well, we're gonna dig it. 30 feet deep because we need approximately 26 cubic tons of dirt to level out this ground. And we're just like, dude, you didn't even put a tree in there. Where's the <laughs> rock piles? Why, why is the drain above water and not in the water for the fish to hide in? 
<laughs> I think I think that time ever ever I think that way every single time I go fishing, man. I'm like tough. Man, they couldn't put a tree in there, a tire, a rock, a why didn't they put logs? Like, there's nothing. Why didn't they do anything with this? Why didn't you? Why didn't you just put like, I don't know, like you know, a bush? Just why like is it not dug with a giant flat for the? There fish was to spawn? an umbrella. There was an umbrella in that pond. I tried to get on the umbrella pattern. Nothing. Unfortunately, yeah. there was nothing. Um, you know. And in a pond like that, I figured that every single fish in that pond would be on that umbrella pattern just because right. there was actually nothing in there. Nothing but in there. I I love hearing getting kicked out fishing stories. Those are my favorite. Um maybe the next time we have a guest, we'll see. We'll see if they have a good one. Cause I have I have plenty of good ones. Not really with you. Ours are usually like really standard and normal, like you know, the one time like last year when they were like how did you get back here? And we were just like, we walked. And they were like, I don't yeah, even remember where that was at. That was the one of the ponds by your house that we have to walk through all the crap to get to. And there's like three ponds. Oh, yeah. The rock points. Yeah. Whatnot. How'd you get back here? Right. Well, I, I funny just you walked. should ask. Funny you That's should ask. Walking. <laughs> we parked, we parked over there, and then we just simply walked through the field where you can see the ponds from the field believe it or not yeah i know it's a it's a pretty far walk but uh you don't know what i will do to fish somewhere you don't That's, know the loops and bounds i will go through you you don't know to wet, a, to wet a line and wet my whistle you don't you don't you think this is the worst i've been through to fish upon please please this is nothing what is the worst you've been through just to fish a pond you tell me first because now I, I you just put me on the spot me tell you Man, there was a there was this pond by the um, the governor's house, but there, you see, the thing is, is there there wasn't a neighborhood there yet, but I knew it was there because it was part of a golf course, but you couldn't really get there from the golf course without people seeing you run through a golf course with three to four fishing rods in your hand. Um, so when I was younger, I rode my bike as far as I could up into like the woods. And I got off my bike and I started walking back there. Well, there was like a foot of mud, thorn bushes everywhere. It's just one of those things. You know, it's one of those things where you and your buddy are walking and we're like, man, this is really stupid. We should have just like found an easier way to do this or just like walk through the golf course. And at least we wouldn't be covered in mud. Um, but it was worth it. I'll tell you that. It was worth it. It's it's almost a it was it was definitely more treacherous, but very similar to the walk by the pond by your house that we like to fish. Yeah, I think I think that the most I've ever put myself through to fish somewhere was there's a pond that there's no houses near it. There's no farmland near it. Like it literally is just kind of in the middle of nowhere. But for whatever reason, I think it's just because it's right. It's kind of like right off of the main road. And this main road has like a lot of, um, it's got like a lot of fencing down the road. And I, I honestly think that that's like a state of Ohio law is where you have to have like a fence down every property that's off of the main road for whatever reason every main road has a fence around it and none of them have signs but this particular pond for some reason just had like barbed wire and i'm like that's really annoying so i just grabbed my uh, my pliers and i just removed uh myself a little three to four foot section of barbed wire just so i could jump it uh, and then i jumped it to only find out that i couldn't actually fish it because the way that it was designed there were there were, uh, I guess you could just say trees and tree limbs everywhere to where the only way that you would have been able to fish it is if you took a kayak out there. Uh, no harm was done. No trash was left. Left the place exactly the way I found it. Uh, but for some reason, this unknown property that nobody seemed to own, there was no trace of life anywhere around it. Just had a little four foot section of uh, barbed wire missing from the fence when I got done. So that's probably that's the most. The oh, yeah. Just a little pre-cut out hole for you that nobody did. Yep. 
That's Same that's one of them. And then this other one, man. There's this pond that's in the middle of it's in the middle of a cornfield behind a warehouse. Um I actually there's like a fence all the way around it. That one sucks. That pond is so good, dude. That pond's got giants in it. I caught a six pounder out of there and I know it wasn't the biggest fish in that place. But um it's it's in a cornfield. You gotta park and walk and you gotta walk forever to get to it. Once you do get to it, there's like a little three like a three foot wide two foot wide gap in the fence where you just have to like squeeze yourself through there uh, very, very tightly. Just squeeze yourself through there. But that's, that's fun. I don't know, man. What well, is fun? I, the thing I try not to fish places that are too difficult to fish, to be honest, but it's, it's, it's fun to see what you'll put your body through um, just to catch a fish. Like anytime, you know, anytime we go Creek fishing, it's, it's always, it's, it's never, it's never right when you get in the water that you start catching fish. It, it never is. Um, I had that happen one time and it wasn't until I was ready to get out of the water that I realized I could have caught fish right where we got in. And that was, that was honestly, that was that day where um, we parked at that church. Yeah. And we walked in at that spot and we walked all the way down and all the way back. And then we started catching fish right where we started. Yeah. I think a lot of my most difficult times to get in the water are always to do with Creek and river fishing. Now that I think about it, oh, it's yeah. always like, <clears throat> it's usually getting out. That is the hard part because you just wade through it for like three miles and then you just bring it up on Google earth as best as you can. Usually you don't have signal and you're like, Hmm, where can I get out at? And it just like, looks like, you know, the road's not that far that way. So I'm just going to try to get out here. I about died. <laughs> like yeah, last exactly. summer, last summer getting out of this spot where I was like, Oh, the road's not that far that way. And so I got out and then like, to my surprise, like, I don't know about a hundred steps forward. I'm in grass. That's taller than I am. I can't see where I'm at. And every step that I take, I'm in water. So there's like this marsh that I had no idea was there. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> like this is the perfect place. If we lived in Florida, there would be alligators right here because it's just swamp everywhere and grass taller than I can see. All I can hear are cars, but uh, they're very far away from me. Um, brush, there's uh, there's thorn bushes everywhere. Just suck, man. It, and then by the time I did get back to my car, it's like 96 degrees outside. I'm about half dehydrated. I hadn't had anything to drink the entire time I fished. Uh, it's just that's that's always that's always the struggle I go through is creek fishing, uh, river fishing, wading, wet wading in, in these places, and then trying to get out. That's never never easy to do. Trying to get out's always like the worst part because it's like I don't know if I should just turn around now and fish all that I walk through, or like do I keep going? Because like anytime, most of the time I wet wade, it's like. I walk all that way down and I'm like, dude, I don't want to walk this back. Like I'm already here. Like, let's try to find the road. You can't find a road. You can't really walk in a field. Cause it's always got that nasty grass and thorn bushes. Like that grass just burns your legs up. If you're wearing shorts, that's always the worst part. Like, and you get back in the water after being in that grass and it hurts 10 times more. Oh, dude, That's, that's always the worst. I forgot last summer when I got into this spot that I never fished, but I always saw it on Google Earth, and I've always wanted to fish it. I finally forced myself to get through it, and then I got when I went to get out, I stepped in mud that was in the water, but the water was like probably PP deep, maybe a little bit deeper than PP deep, and uh, my Crocs came off in the mud. Oh, and so yeah. I stood there, and I tried to grab my Crocs, and I couldn't find them. And so I'm just standing there barefoot, and I'm like, dude, my Crocs are, like, very, very far deep in that mud. Uh, there was no way I could find them. So then I had to get out and walk through the woods barefoot. There's glass and beer bottles and stuff everywhere. Um, and then I had to walk two miles back to my car. It was, like, 90 degrees that day, and the road was burning hot, man. Walk back to my car, like, two miles barefoot. Um, that was pretty awful. That was Speaking <laughs> of littering. Yes. Cringe. Oh boy. Cringe. Is that Bear what people cans, did back then? Bottles, 80 pound catfish line. Just like is is that what people did back then though? Like, did they just drink beer while they were driving down a country road and just throw it out the window? 
sometimes it feels that way. I know when I did like creek cleanups for kinked fishing and stuff, man, like there were so many times I would find like 12 beer bottles and then I would find the case that all the 12 beer bottles were in. I'm like, they just like stop right here in the middle of the road. You you know what? Right here is a good good. place for me to to drown 12 of these boys. (laughs) That's right. I don't get it, man. You ever, just, you ever just pull off on the side of the road and kill a 12-pack by yourself? <laughs> I don't get it. Find out Drives Find out on Thursday or find out on Friday because that's uh, that's my goal this week is I'm going to – I think next Wednesday you and I should just buy a 12-pack, go fishing, and absolutely murder it and then yeah. go fishing. You just so use the M word. Yep. Oh, yep. It's better than the R word. Don't say that one, fellas. Um, but just just kill that 12 pack and then we'll go fishing on the side of the road. We have to kill it within 30 minutes and it'll be a really fun thing to do at like 1130 in the morning. <laughs> and then we've, we've got all day. <laughs> all right. Sounds all good day. to me, guys. All right, guys. Well, I hope you have a great work week, school week, whatever you got ahead of you. I hope it's not a train wreck. Um, can't wait to talk to you guys on Friday. Got a very special guest coming up on Friday. We're not going to mention who that is here because we don't like to give spoiler alerts. We don't but give spoilers. We love you guys. Yep. Have a great week. Have a good week, guys. See ya.